Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Straight up with Stassi. Hi, everyone. I'm Stassi Schroeder. She's the star of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules. I'm here to talk about pop culture, reality TV, celeb gossip, relationships. Stassi's new podcast is a hilarious look at the world and everyone in it. I want to give my opinion on everything. And she's never one to hold back on any topic. Because that's what I do best. Judge. <laughs> this is Straight Up with Stassi. Dracarys, bitches. Welcome to Straight Up with Stassi. Um, all right, Cs. Uh, so I recorded a podcast yesterday with Rachel O'Brien and our friend Matthew Payne, and the sound quality on it ended up not being very ideal. Maybe I'll be able to release it at some point. Maybe I won't. We shall see. But so because of that, I have decided um, I'm just going to do uh, this week's podcast by myself because I feel oddly inspired. Ever since Monday rolled around, yes, this past Monday, um, I was getting messages, tweets, you know, emails, lots of different shiz from people asking me what I felt about the Bachelor reunion. Yes. So I will say this is the first Bachelor season that I have not seen. Normally, at least like if there's a Bachelor season that I don't like, at least like I start watching it and at least like watch like one or two episodes. And then I'll kind of just like fall out of it because I've I've already seen a few and just made up my mind. No, this one with Ari, I didn't even try. I found out he was a bachelor and I was like, mm, not interested. I remember Emily Maynard's season and I like Emily Maynard a lot, but Ari wasn't really like a standout for me whatsoever. So I didn't understand this choice that ABC made um, with The Bachelor. Therefore, I forgot to watch it. And again, like I'll say, Monday night rolls around and I'm getting so many people asking me my thoughts on the finale. So then I go to Daily Mail and I go to like, you know, some websites. I'm like, what the hell is everyone talking about? And I work in reality TV. <laughs> so I feel like I'm allowed to talk about this. And I've heard, I heard that the I heard that the ending was going to be shocking 
just from being in the reality TV world, okay? I had heard little rumblings, but I didn't really think about it because, again, I wasn't watching this season, so it didn't really matter. So again, I, I, I check Daily Mail, I read what happened, and I'm like, holy mother F. So, fast forward to right now, I turn on my television, I go to Hulu, and I watch the finale episode and the After the Rose ceremony. And I am horrified. <laughs> Legit deeply freaking horrified like reality tv has taken a turn for the worse and I feel like I was watching relationship hunger games like it was a fight to the death like I feel like the next reality show that comes out like next year we're gonna like bring back the gladiators in the coliseum where people legitimately fight to the death and we enjoy watching it on as a, as a viewer like it, it that is how I felt watching this finale and the after the rose ceremony I felt so physically uncomfortable like I started itching itching I'm in the comfort of my own home you know I'm a cancer not to be a basic bitch but cancers really love their home you know that's like we're crabs like, that's like our thing. My home is my sanctuary. It's my safe spot. And do you know who violated that safe spot? Two types of, well, ABC and Ari. They violated my safe spot. And I just don't feel safe. So let me just start from the beginning. In case you have not seen this season of The Bachelor, in case you've never seen The Bachelor, well, no, you, if you haven't seen The Bachelor, you still know what it is. Okay, everyone's competing for love, for somebody's affection. Why Ari deserved anyone's love or affection? No fucking idea. That one's lost on me. But so this season is Ari, a, 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 someone who was a race car driver. And listen, I'm not about making fun of people's physical appearances, but because of the ending, I feel like I'm allowed. Mm, who the hell thought, you know what? I think Ari's a really hot guy and he should be on The Bachelor. Said no one ever. Who, who are the people out there who find Ari attractive? I'm baffled by this. And I would like someone to hit me up or like, I don't know, just tweet me your, pleading your case as to how Ari is an attractive human being. So before I even watched anything, I'm turning it on. I'm like, ew. Like if I like showed up for The Bachelor or some shit and I saw that he was my The Bachelor that I'm supposed to be like trying to fall in love with, I would tap out and be like, yo, I'm out. Someone else could come do this. Like I'm obs not going to fall in love with him. So again, didn't want to did, didn't want to rip on anyone's appearance, but I feel like I can with him because he's a major douche. Okay, so besides that initial thing, I'm you know I'm I'm, I'm going past the scenes where like the girls, you know, what Lauren and Becca, they're meeting his family, all that. They're both lovely girls. I don't have a bad thing to say about either one of them. I thought they were both very likable. And I'm just watching this. I'm watching him tell both of them. He loves them. Do you know how hard it is to say I love you to someone? One of the hardest things to do. Much less do it on national television. And on top of that, to two girls at the same time, when you know that one of them you're going to have to end up with. So you're going to have some explaining to do after the fact. How do you even, first of all, tell two people that you love them? I, I just, I don't, how can you, 
you have to be a special type of 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 creature to be able to convince two people or manipulate two different people into thinking that you're in love with them at the same time and look in love like he looked in love as he was saying that to both of them separately weirded me the fuck out okay god i don't know why i'm getting so worked up about this i just i just i maybe it's because i work in reality tv so like I feel like I have a responsibility to say this isn't how it's like and this isn't how it should be or or just because I'm somebody who is in love and and I'm in a relationship and if some if if my partner was doing that to me I would well I would probably find a very creative way to murder him. Yeah, like maybe like boil him alive. Like I would boil like a giant like human-sized pot of Mountain Dew and then just throw him in it and and boil him. So there's that. Um, So I'm not really, yeah, yeah. I'm working through this. I feel like I'm doing a therapy session right now on this podcast episode. Like, why am I so affected by this Bachelor finale? But then I check Twitter and I check social media and I see everybody else is affected by it. Okay, I'm not alone. I'm not alone. Regardless, okay, I'm gonna skip ahead. So I watch the scenes where he's telling both the girls that he loves them and he's in love with them, and they both have nothing to worry about and all that shit. The, pa- the family, his family likes both of them. Easy enough, whatever. Then he dumps the blonde one. I can never remember which one is which. Dumps the blonde one and proposes to the brunette one. So I'm gonna go blonde and brunette. It's Lauren and Becca. I just can't remember which one is which pretty sure Lauren is the brunette but so blonde and brunette jump dumps the blonde one proposes to the brunette then ABC and the producers over at the bachelor decide "Eh, I'm gonna do a montage of how happy they are so I'm sitting there being like this is I know what what happens because I read it on the internet but this is not making any sense so Ari actively participated in this montage he legit was like, yeah, I think this would be a really good idea. I think we should just film a lot of stuff of me and the brunette really happy, like the perfect couple. Let's take this up a notch, said the producers. I want to get interviews with the brunette talking about how happy and blissful she is, how engagement life is the best ever, and how much she loves Ari. Those interview bites made me want to die. I legitimately was sitting there thinking, there are actual producers right now that are looking at her, knowing what's about to happen, and they're making her talk about how in love she is. I will say this, Vanderpump Rules is nothing like The Bachelor. Like, there's no, like, uh, super, I mean, listen, any reality show, there's going to be a little bit of manipulation. We all know that. We sign up for it. Bachelor's next level shit. My producers, my crew, or our crew, all everyone, some of the nicest people, and they're our family, and I am so weirded out that I was watching a show where I could, I could, I, I, I know that Ari went to his producers and said, hey, listen, you know, I'm really not feeling this brunette, like, engagement thing, but, like, I really do miss the blonde, and he 
purposefully blindsided her on national television. Like he, any decent, normal human being would have had that conversation off camera and then had to talk about it again on camera. Do you know what I mean? You just, you have to just bring it up. You have to talk about it. But no one should ever go on national television and just without telling their partner and full on say, you know what? I thought I wanted to be with you, but I don't. I really want to be with that other chick, the blonde chick. But again, the producers had to just like, I don't know, bring it up a little bit and do a split screen that was unedited. My heart fell into my asshole. Like this is the most voyeuristic thing I've ever seen. Not sexually voyeuristic. I mean like inappropriate for me to watch. Like it was, I felt, again, physically uncomfortable in my own home like I couldn't like I was doing something wrong or being a bad person by watching what I watched like I felt like I was watching like I'm somebody who just walks past somebody who's in need of help like if someone was being robbed or if someone had just been stabbed or something and I just like walked over them and ignored the situation that's what I felt like I just did by watching this split screen situation because if this is now what reality tv is if if we're just gonna film a scene and just have it split screen unedited you see everything it's it's gross and if you watch the bachelor I, i i would imagine that most or a good number of you feel the same way that's not really entertainment that is just peeking into somebody else's life life like that is that is like dropping yourself it's like putting on a harry potter invisible cloak dropping yourself into somebody else's home and witnessing a conversation that should be so private now i'm not saying you can't have the breakup talk on camera again i'm on vanderpump rules i understand what it's like to be on reality TV. I know this. So I feel like I'm an authority on it. But there are ways to be a decent human being while going about it. I don't, I, 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 I don't, I don't think any of my, my producers, I don't think my network, I don't think my cast members, my friends, I don't think any of them would do what Ari did. That just to trick his fiance into talking so glowingly and lovingly about him and about how happy she was only for him to do his fucking walk up with, you know, they showed him like within walking in the rain with an umbrella. Think about what went behind that. He had been having these conversations with producers behind her back, behind her back. So He's telling her he loves her on the phone every night or seeing her on their little getaways. But meanwhile, he's calling producers and saying, yeah, okay, so what day are we going to shoot this where I break up with her? What day are we going to shoot this where I walk in the rain looking pensive, (laughs) looking melancholy? Wait, listen, you know what? I have a great idea. What day is it raining? Because like, I feel like that would be like a really good shot because like raining is like, it's moody. It's like sad. It's depressing. It's like, let's not film my walk up in the sunshine. Let's film it in the fucking rain. 
Ari might be Lucifer. And I think that Blondie should shave his head or someone and see if we find a 666 birthmark because I'm petrified. So I'm watching this, sitting on my couch, drinking a Curial like the 89-year-old woman that I am. And I see Chris Harrison then comes back and pretty much no one's clapping. You know, there's like probably like someone who's like, everybody clap, clap. And everybody just looks like physically ill. Like I'm surprised that they didn't have barf bags like when you go on an airplane I feel like every chair should have had a barf bag that's how disturbing this footage was um and so yeah so Chris Harrison's like that was it's it's still not over it's still not over no because it's not it's not over it was like the longest scene in the history of the fucking world the longest unedited scene especially um everyone's really messed up about it you can look at everybody in the audience like all of their faces they're all weirded out then they go back to the scene because, again, it's not over. And he sits down and he Ari sits down with his um, brunette fiance after he did his um, rainy, moody walk up, which was probably two days before some shit like that. And he says, oh, my God, there it is. Talking about her ring. So. Brunette thinks, brunette fiance thinks that she is going on a trip with him to this beautiful house in the hills in Los Angeles, gushing about him, can't wait to see him. He walks in, she loves him and adores him. He sits her down and he goes, oh my gosh, there it is. Like a fucking asshole. Knowing what he's about to do, like a fucking asshole says about her ring. God, it's like every time I think about this, it just gets worse and worse and worse. So then again, the split split screen thing happens. And then there's this line that I wrote down in my notes. He says, the more I hung out with you, the more I felt like I was losing the possibility of reconciling things with Lauren. So yeah, Becca. Oh, no. So I got it wrong. So Becca is the brunette. Lauren is the blonde. Whatevs. So he literally says to his fiance. The more I hung out with you, hung out, the more I hung out with you, the more I realized eh, I was probably going to lose that other one. Uh, what? Like if somebody said that to me, I'm sorry. It would be weird if a boyfriend said that to me right now, like without being engaged, without like having that whole level of seriousness or whatever you want to call it, um, that level of commitment an engagement is a huge fucking deal. So without that, I would I'd be like, wait, why are you even in a relationship with me if you were thinking about like maybe reconcile like that doesn't even make sense. What his he's kind of dumb. I'm I'm I was seeing. I I just couldn't believe that line. Like that he said he said, you know, so like if he hadn't have hung out with her that much, would he not think about reconciling with her? Like what what is it? None of it, none of it makes sense. Basically, Ari is worse than, and I thought that Juan Pablo was the worst bachelor, like the meanest bachelor. And, and now I think that, you know, Ari might be worse than uh, anyone I've ever come into contact with. Listen, and I've dated some real douchebags. You know what I mean? Remember that dude, Frank, who tried to sell sex tape of me for $900? Pretty sure Ari's worse than that. 
So after this whole thing happens, the longest scene in the world that I felt disgusting for for watching, feel bad about myself that I watched it. Um, you get to the after the rose ceremony because basically, what do you say? What do you say? What what does Becca the brunette say? Like you obviously don't want me. I'm camera get out of my face. Like this sucks ass. Like I. It was it was it was awful to watch. I feel so badly for her. And well, congratulations, she's a new bachelorette. And I feel like I'm just gonna watch it, even if it, if it's boring, just to support her, um, because <laughs> bitch has been through a lot, and that sucks. Uh, so after that whole scene, and you could tell he was just itching to get out, but he kept sitting around. She kept saying, "Please just leave. Please just let me be alone. Please just leave." And he just kept sitting there and wouldn't leave. But you knew that like he was only sitting there because he wanted to look good on camera. He wanted to to look like a good guy in some way. But you you could see in his face that he's like, fuck, I really do just want to leave. I'm just thinking about banging that blonde chick. That's just like totally just what I'm that's all I really want. It was just uh, I don't know why I'm so affected by this. It's just so fucked up. It's it's so messed up. This whole finale episode. So after that, it's the after the rose ceremony where Becca gets to be interviewed and we hear from her and then she gets to confront Ari for the first time since this happened, which I found out what they, they announced that it was in February. So it was only a month ago. Cool. So this happened a month ago and Ari and Becca confront each other. Then Lauren comes out again. Love both of the girls. Nothing bad to say about them. Um, I think they're both delightful, but Lauren comes out with Ari and he starts, I don't know, talking about how this made their love stronger. I'm like, what? What? Said no one ever. Like, how does dating a bunch of chicks on national television, choosing the other one and then going back to the runner up make your relationship stronger? No, 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 no. Yo, this just happened in February. It's only been a month. So like calm yourself. It's not even a month, actually, now that I think about it. That's kind of wild to think about. So they're like parading their love around, talking about how it made them stronger. And it's only been a few weeks. Yeah. Good luck to you. Wait till you move in with each other or wait till you like get into your normal routine where you don't have all of this excitement and Chris Harrison being a weirdo all around your relationship and people giving a shit. And then tell me that this made your love stronger. Casey's. So then this is the real kicker. He proposes. So he proposes to Lauren because he is just like a bachelor slave. I mean, you can just tell he's a bachelor nation slave. He went to the producers behind Becca's back and said, I want to film these scenes and just mortify her on national television. This was premeditated, okay? This is my problem with it. I understand a breakup on national television. I've gone through breakups on national television. Those weren't premeditated. Whether I was being broken up with or I was breaking up with somebody that's not. This was so premeditated and well thought out that I just feel it, it, it felt so inauthentic and, and gross, it, you could just tell how inauthentic he was and how I don't even know who he is as a person. But he still decides, because again, Bachelor Nation slave, to propose to Lauren 
on the after the rose ceremony and he decides to quote i think scripture or the bible because he goes you have shown me a love that is patient that is kind and i'm listening to it like pretty sure that's scripture pretty sure that's like you know the passage that people read at at people's weddings you know like during the ceremony and stuff yeah you should not be doing that on abc television on tuesday night right now with a microphone on your back like just don't ari like please back up but lauren says yes and they're together and chris harrison who perfect timing walked off at the right moment off the screen off the stage then walked back on at the right moment said whoa i didn't even i i i didn't see that coming and catch them later on jimmy kimmel seriously you didn't see that coming people don't just like get up on national television and just like you you guys orchestrated this perfectly don't lie to us chris harrison chris harrison do not lie to us i see you i see you i know what you're doing and i will not be manipulated oh chris harrison so that's pretty much what goes down then we find out becca's the new bachelorette again super stoked for that i think she deserves it more than anyone in the world um i go on daily mail again and i see that there's a new tell-all book out uh about it's like a behind the scenes of the bachelor where they say that the producers would uh, keep track of the girls menstrual cycles so that they knew when to interview them i think that's bullshit i don't believe that for a second um I said a lot more other, a lot of other things, but uh, I'm very excited to read this book. Ellis, I love Bachelor Nation. Didn't watch this season. Very thankful that I didn't. Thankful I saw the ending because I now feel differently as a human being. I feel like I am truly transformed and changed. Like I went through this experience that has really made me, it's, it's like I was a moth or, or a caterpillar. I was a caterpillar and now I'm a, I'm a fucking butterfly. Um, and in those like few hours that I was watching the Bachelor finale and the After the Rose ceremony, I was in my fucking cocoon. But I'm reborn. So thank you, Ari, for making me appreciate every single person that I have around me in my life, including Jax Taylor, because I very much appreciate him now compared to you. That is how I feel about The Bachelor. Um, I do want to say a couple things because there is this Facebook group, this uh, Straight Up With Stassi Facebook group that I check in on every now and then. And I saw that someone posted that there was a Cruise of Thrones sitch. So let me just say this is it, it's it's a website called cruiseofthrones.com and it would be a cruise that is Game of Thrones themed. I went to the website. And so they would take you to all of the places, like to a bunch of places where they filmed. I think it's a scam. And I'm scared that my listener, that that my Khaleesi's are going to fall for it. I went, so if you go to the website, super sketch, okay? First of all, this would be a dream if it was real. 
I would I would do it in a second. But the website's kind of sketch. And then instead of just like booking it like a like normal 2018 type of website, they make you submit like a request. And then they I did that because even though I think it's a scam, I still have this like 1% hope that I'm going to be proven wrong. So I submitted for it with my real email address and everything. And uh, they emailed me today. And they basically in the email said, you are eligible to sign up. You have to put down $500 now or something. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? This is so weird. You're not even, I don't even know what the plan is. I don't even know, like, there's no info about the cruise. There's no info about anything. What do you mean I have to put down $500? Because it's a scam. The 99, the rest of the 99% of me is like, why, Stasi, are you even reading this email? Like, you know it's a scam. But I just want everyone to beware. I don't want anyone to sign up for it. I don't, I spread the word. I truly believe it's a scam. Until I, I am proven wrong, it's a scam. Stay away from it. I don't want you guys losing any dinero. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, I also wanted to recommend this TV show on Netflix. It's only one episode, but it's like a, it's almost like a long, like a long television show, like one episode or a short movie. It's called Darren Brown's The Push. Y'all. So it was raining over the last weekend in Los Angeles and I was at my boyfriend's home and I didn't want, we live in walking distance to each other and I didn't feel like walking home in the rain. No, not interested. My dogs are at his place. I'd rather just like stay there. I didn't have, I I didn't, I I was disgusting. I was like, can I just be a, let's just be degenerates and watch TV all day because this weather sucks major ass. So we're trying to find something to watch. And he goes, have you ever, did you hear about this? The push? I'm like, no, haven't. I watch a trailer for it and I'm, my mouth is agape. I am mesmerized. So I say, put this on right now. I will do anything for you to put this on right now. I need to watch it. Y'all, Darren Brown is a professional manipulator. That's legitimately his job. Okay. He knows how to manipulate people into doing crazy things. So this show The whole point of it is to see if he can manipulate random pedestrians, random citizens of the world to murder someone by pushing them off a roof of a high-rise building. It is not as disturbing as the Bachelor finale. (laughs) But close. No, for real. It's like way more disturbing. And I just really need to like get the word out there because I I had to get up multiple times while watching Darren Brown's The Push and just pace around the room because it was so sh- intense. Watching some like I know you 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 don't understand what I'm saying when I say he can manipulate someone into doing crazy shit. 
But if you just watch the first 10 minutes or watch the trailer, you will totally understand. And it is totally great and awesome and cray. So just want to give you that little nugget, that little gift. Um, I'm going to sign out right now. Thank you for listening to me, bitch, about the Bachelor finale. Um, ABC, better luck next next time, I guess. Oh, God. Can we just, I don't know. Can't it just be about love again? Can't The Bachelor just go back to, like, not being about fit tea posts? You know, I just want it to be about finding love again. Whatever. I'm a romantic. All right. Thanks, Cleesies. I will talk to y'all next week. Bye.